I've definitely dated my fair share of douchebags my time. <laughs> I just get tingly feeling my balls. Ugh, I'm spiraling. Oh my god, tell us everything. Flame emojis, left, right, and centre. Matt loves a bit of goth. And I need affection back. I'm really needy with that. I know I'm jealous. I'm the most jealous person ever. A relationship's like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. Highcity.com for you. I'll be bloody single and alone with 10 cats for the rest of my life. Lie, lie, lie. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we'll be discussing the ick and surviving rejection. Stay tuned to hear about all the times the ick ruined a perfectly good thing we had going on. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Anna, Anna, Anna. <laughs> Matthew, Matthew, Matthew. I tell you what I'd really love and everyone listening would really love. <laughs> What's that, Matt? For you to tell us about the new relationship milestone you've had with your <laughs> man, Michael. God, you're going straight into the deep end. I am. I'm not here to fuck spiders. <laughs> Where do you come up with this? I mean, yeah, look, I have... <laughs> I'm still not over the... Rela- what is it? The fucking spiders thing? Um... <laughs> Yeah, I've had another relationship milestone. Congratulations. Thank you. As as you alluded to, there was a love bomb dropped. By yourself or Michael? Michael dropped the love bomb. Okay. Is Are you normally the first to say it or is your partner normally? I'm never the first to say it. Even if I feel it, I always wait. Because I just don't want to get ahead of myself. Because I, as do you, <laughs> go a bit headfirst into the deep end. And um, once I do feel it, I just wait for them to say it. Okay. So, what happened? Tell us about <laughs> how he said it. Everyone's itching to know now. Well, basically, we went on a little picnic with two of his friends. I met them. We had some cocktails. We got a bit tipsy. And after the picnic, we walked home. The sun was setting all around us. It was pretty romantic. Very romantic. We had a bit of a buzz on from the Aperol spritzes. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, it was honestly so pretty. We were by the lake and he basically told me he loved me and I told him I loved him too. Oh, that's really cute. That is couple goals. (laughs) That is. But this isn't the first time he's said the big L word, is it? I don't know if he's going to be happy that you're throwing him under the bus like this. Sorry, mate, but... (laughs) (laughs) Had to be done. Yeah, you do it. We're going to call you (laughs) out. (laughs) Done it to yourself. Yeah, you've done it to yourself, brother. (laughs) God. Yes, I think like four or five dates in, he said it a couple of times when he was quite drunk. And then... Wait, four or five dates. What does that transpire to timing-wise? So, it was probably like two weeks in. He said it a couple of times, like maybe three or four times, and then all of a sudden he stopped saying it. And I was like, You know they say when you know, you know. So maybe he just knew. When you know, you know. I mean, hopefully. But I mean, I think it is probably too early to say at the two-week mark. It was like a slip of the tongue. You know when you're really drunk and you're like really 
vibing someone and I didn't say it back though to be fair (laughs) but I just you know look I'm gonna step off my high horse (laughs) and I'm going to say I can vibe with Michael on this one here (laughs) so I'm not surprised to be (laughs) honest (laughs) on the weekend me and magical date girl as we know her as we're having Aperol's Oh, yeah, there's can't a, see that. a low and common denominator here. Yeah. <laughs> if you have an Aperol, you might drop the elbow. I actually warned her the week before. I said, well, we're planning on having a bit to drink here. I was like, I'm probably going to say something stupid. I know how I feel at the moment. But, <laughs> but oh. we we're drinking. All my roomies were, were sitting there. Then she like started kissing me and she was like, I really, really like you. Like, I'm so lucky to have you like this sort of stuff. And Cute. I was, And I was like... I was like, I think I love you. Did not care. Oh my God. Did not care. Did not get the L word back. I can't remember exactly what happened, but I remember just fucking backtracking that quickly. I was like, I really think that I could see myself loving you. Oh no. Oh no. So I just full put myself in reverse. So you stepped in it? And then you just back, reverse, yeah, yeah. backpedaled. Uh, so I backpedaled quite a bit. And <laughs> to be honest, it hasn't been brought up since. So, so you guys were drunk. You said it. And then you woke up the next day and didn't mention it. Here's the rug. Here's me just sweeping it under. <laughs> I will leave that for another day. So now you're going to have to have this conversation because you just told me and everyone else the story. Well, she's an a- she's a diehard listener, so I'm sure after this gets released, <laughs> we'll be having that chat. So are you unsweeping this under the rug right now? Oh shit! I should probably rethink about what I'm doing here. You're probably going to have to have that conversation with her and remind her of you dropping the big L bomb and just say, "Look, it might have been a little bit premature, but that's the only place I'm." Pre- <laughs> Yeah, this is a clean podcast. Let's not get dirty. (laughs) But what the main thing I'm worried about is have I given her the ick by saying that? And is it too soon? Does, is that what the ick is? Mm, let's jump right into that. I'm ready to talk about the ick. Let's do this. All right, let's dive in. All right, so first of all, Anna, what is the ick? The so called dreaded ick? <laughs> So, Nat's never heard about the ick, which is surprising in itself, or hadn't heard of the ick before we decided to do this episode. Yeah. But basically, what the ick is, is when you feel instantly repulsed by someone. So, you might have gone on a few dates, you might have been on one date, you could be with them for seven, eight, nine years, it could be a long-term relationship, but all of a sudden, you get the ick, and it's something specific that they do that you get cringed out by. You get this very strong gut reaction. It can be based on anything. It can be their mannerisms, the way they blink, the way they breathe, the, the way-, way they tie their shoelace. It can literally be anything. So no one is safe. So what, Yeah, so what you're trying to say is... Never get comfortable in a relationship. (laughs) Never get comfortable. Never get too comfortable because you don't know when the ick is around the corner. Well, like you said, I had never heard of the ick. I first heard of it on a TikTok. Someone said something when they get the ick and I remember sending it to you and I was like, what's this ick people talk about? (laughs) So, I looked a little bit into it and yeah, I don't think I've ever had the ick. Yeah. So, 
mainly girls get the ick. Most of the time it's a girl thing. So girls get the ick. But as it's been spoken more and more about, guys have been like, actually, I do get the ick. I think I might have got the ick here. They just maybe didn't know the terminology as well as girls do for it. But yeah, most of the time girls will get the ick over guys. All right. So you're telling me that the ick could be from the way you laugh or tell a joke even. Yep. It could be literally anything. See, I think that I may have given some girls the ick. <laughs> I'm sure you have, Matt. <laughs> I'm sure you have. Because as we know, I have a real dry, off-the-cuff sense of humour. Mm-hmm. And a lot of girls I've noticed that I'm dating or seeing really struggle with it. Struggle they, with your sense of humour. Yeah, they don't. And I can tell that sometimes when I say my jokes off my cuff, I can feel the energy shift in the room. And I'm so like, you say your, your jokes just aren't landing very well. <laughs> yeah, some people get it. Some people don't. <laughs> Yeah, so some girls don't get it. And I mean, I've noticed that a lot of them, a lot of girls have sometimes been like, oh, some of the things I've said. Mm. So how long does it usually take to catch the ick? Well, I mean, there's normally five stages. So there's the getting to know someone's stage. There's dating them. Whether that's a first date or a hundred dates in, then there's the realization stage where you just have this gut intuitive feeling that something's wrong and you get that intuition that you're just a bit repulsed and turned off and a bit grossed out by that person and then they head straight to the friend zone. Does that happen a lot in long-term relationships? I mean, look, I know a few people in long-term relationships who can sometimes get the ick and the problem with the ick is it's so hard to shake off once you get it. So, Anna, have you ever had the ick then? (laughs) I mean, to be honest, I reckon pretty much every guy I've dated (laughs) has ended up giving me the ick. That's probably why it hasn't worked out. I reckon you just get the ick when subconsciously you know that it's not right, but you haven't yet admitted it to yourself. So deep down, you know that it's not going to work out with you and this person. And maybe you're still seeing them or still going on dates with them and then intuitively your gut's like stop wasting your time enough's enough and you just get this sick feeling in your stomach and it's just something that you can't look past and you're like you know what it's over (laughs) but yeah I definitely have lots of different stories about getting the ick recently I was dating this guy and we had been seeing each other for about one and a half months. Okay, so decent time. Yeah, super attractive guy, super sweet, super lovely. He was your type as well. He was my type. Like literally there was nothing wrong with him. He was amazing. But I think deep down I knew that it just wasn't going to last. Just like values wise, we were kind of, it was a bit off. And I remember, (laughs) I remember I was thinking about ending it, but I hadn't quite done it yet. And I remember... I woke up in the morning, he was at my apartment and he had a cold, which is fine. And he started, (laughs) I sound like a huge bitch right now, but honestly, you can't help getting the ick. Like you can't help it. Anyway, he obviously was probably not feeling that great. He started blowing his nose so loudly. When I say so loudly, like I can still hear this nose blowing. Like it cringes me out. Like I'm just like, (laughs) oh, yuck. 
And in that moment, I knew that I had the ick. And after that, we stopped seeing each other. Straight away or did you keep seeing him? Straight away. Like I, the moment I got the ick and that gut feeling, I was just like, it's done. Like I can't even keep going anymore. Like I tried. It's not going to work out. But just to show you that I'm not actually a bad and mean person, if Michael was to blow his nose, my boyfriend, it honestly, like, I couldn't care less. Like, yeah. I don't even hear it. But, yeah, just when it wasn't right with someone and I knew that deep down, I was just totally turned off. So, after you're telling these stories and we've spoken about the ick, I actually think that I may have got it. Really? So, I was dating this girl and she was a couple of years younger. Okay. And we were laying in bed and we started chatting and she started telling me a story from, like, school. And I was oh. like fuck and i realized she was she was like 21 but i realized how young she actually was so it made you feel a lot older lot because older. she was telling so, you school stories yeah and i was like oof. i was 25 so i was like school for me was like what eight years ago <laughs> ancient history <laughs> yeah ancient history. and i was just sitting there and i was like oh like maybe you're a lot younger and a lot more immature than I thought you were. Do you know what I mean? So, is that sort of the ick? I don't know. I think so. Like, if you genuinely feel a bit like you just deep down in your gut know that it's not right. So, if that's a feeling you got, then yeah, maybe you got the ick. If this is the girl that I'm thinking about though. Oh, no. (laughs) Didn't she ghost you? (laughs) Yeah, see. (laughs) Are you but, leaving me on scene? Nah, nah, she did. We'll be, we're honest here on this podcast. Yeah, she did. But maybe she got the ick from me, something I did. Maybe she was like, this guy's a dinosaur. <laughs> this guy's so... He doesn't even remember the school days. So, I'm out. <laughs> Catch you never. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matt. So, we asked our Where's Your Head At listeners on Instagram what gave them the ick. And honestly... The things that people came back with were so funny. A couple in particular, but we're going to start. I caught a couple of them and I was like, ooh, some of these would have even given me the ick. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I was like, actually, now that I think about it, yeah. that probably would give me the ick. Okay, so the first one is boys eating pasta and having sauce over their mouth after. <laughs> The reason why I chose this one, Matt, is because every time I'm with Matt and we're having lunch or dinner or whatever, Matt has crumbs everywhere. So I thought this one was quite funny to start with. I really hope my mum isn't listening. The one thing I promise her is that I'll have good table manners (laughs) when I'm out, but... She'll be disappointed. Yeah. Okay, the second one we have is bad breath. I think that overall, like... I think that gives everyone the ick, right? Yeah, 100%. Sometimes you give people benefit of the doubt they've just woken up. <laughs> I feel, Bit of morning breath. Yeah, I feel personally victimized here so <laughs> far. No. Okay. okay. I feel bad because I feel like this one's very relatable to you as well, but said he loved me after two weeks. <laughs> That's Matt 101. Wasn't that you? Wasn't that your boyfriend as well? Didn't he do the same thing? <laughs> Did you get the ick? No, I didn't get the ick, but lucky for him. Yeah. I was pretty into him. So I mean. Yeah, well, I haven't scared her away yet. Oh, so I did that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay, this one is we were only talking for 48 hours and he sent me 1111 with nothing else written at the time. <laughs> 
Tell everyone the story. What one? <laughs> Didn't you used to like oh. send people eleven eleven, but you'd make no. an alarm clock for it so you knew when to send it? Yeah, my ex was pretty into the eleven eleven thing, so <laughs> So basically what Matt would do is he'd set like a 11.10 alarm on his phone. Uh, not all the time. I do it occasionally. And then I'd always send 11.11, make it's, a wish. It's meant to be. <laughs> I saw it again. <laughs> Cringe. Okay. Ugh. The next one is he told me he only puts deodorant on if he's leaving the house, not after every shower. Oh, come on, mate. Lift your game. Gross, yeah, right? Gross. you got to put deodorant on every time. That yeah. gives me the ick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When a guy sits on a chair with his legs crossed, do you oh, do that? I'll just, untuck, oh, oh, oh. I'll just untuck my leg, uncross my legs. <laughs> Matt's really getting victimized here. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, you, maybe you give people the ick. <laughs> More people than you've realized. No, no. Okay, I saw how many nose hairs he had and couldn't do it anymore. Oh, I mean, groom yourself, brother. I feel bad. Like, <laughs> that's kind of out of your control. Like, yeah, yeah. Some blokes don't think about that. Like, like Get him a nose hair trimmer for Christmas or his birthday. Well, yeah, a little just, subtle hint. Just hint towards it, yeah. <laughs> that, I feel like that can be that's sorted. Summed up, that's summed up to bad grooming, though. Like, yeah. he should probably groom himself a bit better. <laughs> Matt's a 10 out of 10 groomer, yeah, so Matt so, should know. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I keep myself well groomed. So, that one wasn't directed at me, obviously. Okay, this one I thought was really funny. He had really small hands. So, when his hand was on my thigh, it felt like a child. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. That's really, like, gross. Yeah, that is. That'd give me the... Like, that, that's giving me the... Yeah. Thinking about it. Yeah. Okay, there's two left. I did save the best to last. Am I getting victimised again or are these... Well, actually, yes, you are because it's... Maybe, mag- I, maybe I should go over these now and not leave it to Anna. <laughs> okay, second last one. It's from the magical date girl. Oh, bullshit. The girl that Matt's seeing. Get excited. Because she do- has told everyone something that gives her the ick specifically about Matt. Why well, she done me dirty like this? And it goes a little something like this. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) When he talks about Star Wars. (laughs) Nah. All right. So, I know exactly what she's talking about. The other day, she hasn't never seen Star Wars. So, I pulled up Star Wars episodes on my TV and I had her in bed and I was going through them like she was at school and I was explaining the plot line of each one and how they were made and what order and like who the main characters were in each one and like what's what. And now you're getting the ick. Yeah, I'm getting the ick hearing about this. (laughs) Well, I had to, I wanted to give her the background before we started on because she'd never seen them. Yeah, you wanted to get her up today because you're a Star Wars fanatic in case anyone didn't know that about Matt. And I keep um, alluding to my uh, taking her back to my. My, t- my teenage room that I grew up in at my mum's and how I've got Star Wars memorabilia <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> so, like, I, I think I'm going to hold off on that. <laughs> as a friend, Matt, if there's one piece of advice I want to give you is do not show her the Star Wars memorabilia room. My huge Empire Strikes Back poster <laughs> above my bed, my could limited go, edition. This could go very bad. <laughs> okay, and the final one is... <laughs> 
<laughs> this isn't related to you. This is just I thought personally this was like like the VIP comment, basically. The MVP comment. Yeah. Okay. He sent me a video in the mirror <laughs> slinging his dick around randomly. I was mortified. Um, I have never done that, nor sent an unsolicited dick pic. So that's not directed at me. Again, no, it's not directed at what, you. What happens if you'd got that video then? I would probably like block. <laughs> it's an instantaneous block for me. From a random guy. Yeah, obviously. From a guy you're seeing. <laughs> what about if your boyfriend sent you one? I mean, it's just a bit odd, isn't it? <laughs> like, why, why is there like a dick sling video? It's just a bit wild. And it's probably preferred that I don't get one. All right, so Michael, if, any, if you're listening. Yeah, or any guys, if you're out there listening, probably don't do any of this stuff and take some tips. From yeah. It. All right, so that's all we have time for on the What Gives You The Ick segment. Okay, so the reason why some people might get the ick is because we go on a first date and we have this expectation of the person that we're going on a first date with. We look on their social media, we paint this unrealistic picture of who they are. Put them on a pedestal. We put them on a pedestal and sometimes we're let down when that person doesn't match up to the person that we've created in our own minds. So we have to be really mindful to go on a first date with someone or go into relationships with people and just be open and see them for what they are and not create this big image of what you think they should be. Yeah, I completely agree, Anna. But in the end, it is good though to accept that gut feeling you have and accept it and move on. I mean, although we're talking a lot about us getting the ick and kind of making fun of the fact that we've got the ick over people... We want to make sure that we're really clear on this, that if you give someone the ick, it doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong. It's part of dating and dating can be really challenging and really hard. And We don't want to scare you away from it. So we don't want to scare you away from dating. So let's jump into our top tips on how to survive rejection. Strong feelings of rejection can happen because your brain is wired to see all experiences as either acceptance or rejection instead of just regular occurrences that happen. So when someone gets the ick from you, you can take it really strongly on board and you can feel like it's a huge rejection. And as we've experienced, dating is all about rejection. Mm -hmm. And every time you get past that next rejection and keep moving forward, you're one step closer to finding that person that you're potentially going to spend forever with. All right. So, I have some tips for facing rejection. I mean, I've had my fair share of rejection, believe it or not, Anna. (laughs) (laughs) I know you can't believe it. I'm still gobsmacked. (laughs) But but this is is the main one. Remember that it happens to everyone. Yeah. It It never feels good to be rejected, but everyone, no matter who they are, has been rejected in their life. Yeah. I mean- I have, you have, 
you're never going to be at everyone's cup of tea, right? Exactly. You're never going to be. And, and you've got to accept that because someone might not see you for what you are, but trust me, there is someone out there that does. And once that door closes with that one person that's rejected you, it's going to open for someone that will appreciate you for who you are. Yeah. And I mean, look, I've sometimes after being rejected, gotten a bit bogged down in the feeling of not being wanted. But the moment you put yourself back out there, you honestly forget about it. You move on. Jump back on that dating horse. Download those <laughs> dating apps. That's great for your ego. Swipe right a little bit and just... <laughs> and just and just get talking to other people and, you know, realizing that that person who rejected you is not the only fish in the sea. There's plenty more salmons out there. <laughs> and I think also something that's really helped me after rejection is positive affirmation. Okay, Matt, so we joked briefly before about the fact that you had been ghosted. <laughs> Obviously, I know that that would have hurt you. Tell us how that felt. Uh, so, it obviously felt like shit, but I think it more bruised my ego yeah. more than anything. Because I remember one of the last messages was inviting them on a date and I just didn't get a reply. Yeah. And I was sort of like, oh, I was like, I didn't see this happening. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, I did not see it going this way. Yeah. So, it really hurt my ego and I was like, what am I? Like, what did I do wrong? But I didn't get too hung up on it. I mean, it wasn't like it was a serious thing. It was just a couple of dates hanging out here and there. So, I didn't let it affect me in that thing. I compartmentalized and realized what it was. Yeah, so took I, it for what it was. Yeah, and I didn't blame myself for anything. I was like, it's probably a you problem, not a me problem. Yeah. And I got back on that dating horse for say. <laughs> <laughs> was there a bit of negative self-talk after it? Like, I'm not good enough. Why didn't she want me? No, and my mates laugh about this actually because every time it comes up, they say the more and more that I... <laughs> the more and more I bring it up, it was more my decision and not hers. <laughs> yeah. so, 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 you've changed the narrative in your own head. Yeah, so, in my own head, <laughs> I remember my best mate was like, the more and more you tell this story, it was more your decision, not hers. <laughs> when you told this story before, you actually said that she gave you the ick. And then I was like, hold on a second, didn't, didn't she ghost you? Yeah, you see, even there, I've done that. So, that's my way of coping with it. So, I don't know, I don't really suggest that way of coping with things yeah. but it definitely worked for me okay guys on next week's episode we are asking the big question can girls and guys actually just be friends well i remember that my ex told whoa, me whoa, 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 whoa. let's save it for the next episode Mal. we've got a lot <laughs> of dirt on this one all right let's save it for then <laughs> this is going to be good see you next time guys bye